question for you. Does defining your niche with utter confidence trip you up? Do you feel a little resistance and worry about being stuck with one niche? What if you don't like it? What if it's not the right niche? What if the niche that you choose is too small to support your goals? I hear you and I've got you. In this episode, we'll be talking about why you haven't found your niche and a few practical, easy steps to get you started finding the right niche that's profitable for you. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious business owner or an entrepreneur in the making looking to create a business that you want, welcome to the Growth Club. So I hear this often, that we don't want to niche down for whatever fear, whatever concerns we've got. And I get it. In last week's Clarity and Consistency Club meeting, we did a Q&A, and all of these questions around niche came up. I uncovered a lot of resistance on the topic of niching down and how to find the right one. So if you're feeling a little stuck because you're not certain what your niche is, buckle up because we're going all in. I will take you on a flyby of the process to identify your niche. And if you want more on this topic, I've got a free mini workshop called Nailing Your Niche. So you can dive in deeper and get super clear on this really important pillar of your business and marketing. Before we go in, I want to banish a few myths or fears around niching. First, no, you don't have to stick to one niche forever. Once you've found a niche and you can make it work, you can move on to another one and another one, and that is how you scale your business. If you start on the wrong niche, it's still better than trying to throw spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. What is the data telling you? What is the feedback telling you? So you can learn and move on and move forward. If you niche, I promise that you won't be leaving money on the table. You won't be leaving people out of your sales funnel. Being a generalist will not help you. It will be easier to sell the more specific you get and you will still attract people outside of your chosen niche who resonate with your values. Okay, now that we've got the myths out of the way, let's dig in. First, let me ask you what market you're in. I'm going to help you out with a little something I learned from Russell Brunson. There are only one of three markets you can be in. health wealth or relationships. So those are the umbrella markets. Let's say you're in property, your market would be wealth. So as you keep narrowing it down, you could say that you're in wealth, business, property, and then you can go even further and say student lettings or flipping houses. So find out what market you're in. Then the next step is to go narrower. You see, you're positioning yourself as an expert in a specific pool. Think of it this way. And this is a real conversation I've had in my home with my husband. We have a Dachshund. His name is Milo. And if you follow me on social media, you've definitely seen how cute he is. What you haven't seen is how much naughty is packed into something that small. We were looking for a dog trainer at one stage. I mean... I'm running out of skirting boards for this boy to chew. So we're looking for a trainer. 
but not just any dog trainer, someone who can handle Milo. You see, the more specific and experienced a dog trainer is with that particular breed, that person is going to have less convincing to do and will have less thinking to do around whether or not he or she can help us. So with Milo in mind, if you're a therapist and you simply say you're a therapist or even a health expert, that doesn't give me much to go on. But if you're a mental health expert specializing in post-traumatic stress, I've got more to hang on to. Maybe you're a health expert specializing in veganism and bodybuilding. Do you see where the detail is going? Going into this level of detail is going to transform your business. I've said it, hundreds of business gurus have said it, hundreds of marketing coaches out there have said it, but are you doing it? The next step is to do a little research by way of a little Google search or using search listening tools like Answer the Public. If stuff is coming up, that's great, you have a market and there's nothing wrong with being second to the market. But what I want you to do next is to go and look at your client testimonials, emails, messages, and I want you to create a swipe file of all their words. What do your clients tell you? I'm talking about the things they thank you for, give you reviews and testimonials for, the transformations or the results that you create for them. There is pure gold hidden in these words. So with the research and the swipe file, you're in for an eye-opener, I can tell you that much. You see, you're looking for a market that's an inch wide and a mile deep to learn from and leverage for your business. The words that your clients play back to you will also help you find your points of differentiation and help you stand out in your niche. So start asking yourself how you can step up. What can you do better? How can you serve the niche better? How can you use your story, which is unique and can't be copied, to attract your ideal clients in your niche? Now last, but not least, is your stadium pitch. You've got everything that you need to write a stadium pitch that will be compelling. This is your proposition statement. The thing that you want to be known for in your niche. And if you weren't in the room, what would people say when someone asks? So what does Sean do? Head on back to the episode called, What Are You Known For? This will help you get focused on nailing your value proposition statement. And you know me, I love frameworks, so there's a load in there to help you say with confidence who you help, what you do, and why it's important, or the results that you get. Here's an example. I help small and medium service-based businesses and agency owners to crack the growth code to getting and keeping more clients so they can quit the job they own and grow their income to design a life they love. Is that a bit better than saying, I'm a business coach. You totally get what I'm all about. Now, I'm going to promise you one thing. This is not going to be easy and you won't get it perfectly nailed the first time. And when you test it out, you'll want to tweak and refine it. The important thing is to get more clarity around these areas and take action. I promise it'll all be worth it. I'll never forget the first time I was at a business networking event and somebody introduced me with my words, my proposition statement. Now, if you've ever presented a pitch to a client or had someone say, oh, it's like you read my mind, then you'll know what it feels like when you've really nailed your niche. 
I'm going to do a whole lot more on this topic because I know what a sticking point it is. And once you nail your niche and you craft an utterly irresistible offer, your results and your life will change. By the way, if you're interested in the Clarity and Consistency Club, the resources in the free Nail Your Niche workshop that I've got, or my offer fix course, I'll pop details and all the links in the show notes for you to check it out. High five. You've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want to join a group, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, then come and join me in The Growth Code Facebook group. I'll see you there.